Welcome to The Magic Spark. I'm your host and personal wellness witch, Tandy Gutierrez. This podcast is for the open-hearted magic makers seeking to cultivate consistent self-evolution, or as I like to call it, self-revolution. It aims to be a home base for continually stumbling upon things that ignite the healing spark in you, be that practical or magical. Now, let's see what that spark is for you in today's episode. Hello, my magic makers. You're listening to episode 43. Today we celebrate Virgo season and spend time hearing our directives from the universe on how to best work with and move through this Virgo season, 2023. But first, a very quick without shame plug. This only happens twice a year. Hang in there with me, but I do love sharing it. This episode is brought to you by Magical Mentoring. My group magical mentoring program is for souls who are focused on no longer dying on the same hill that holds you back from joy, abundance, fierce authenticity, confidence, manifestations, goal getting, and making empowered choices. This is work, (laughs) but it's also anchored in a very loving, playful, and fun community setting. Um, It's a community setting like you've not experienced before. It's truly anti-patriarchal, And that's going to be like, to some of us, right? Patriarchal conditioning says it has to happen in a certain way. You earn your worth, you clock in, you clock out, you got to log all this time. That's not how this rolls. Okay. Group magical mentoring is much more personalized than you'd imagine and far more functional than you expect. It is based in the tarot. It provides a channeled to-do list from our tarot reading every month for four months You have access to community support every day if you need it or want it, or not at all if you're like, I just, that's too much for me right now. Um, We have a monthly connection call and plenty of space for you on your own to process and flow in between. Group magical mentoring is perfect um, for the points in your life when you're feeling stuck. You may want to stay in a spiritual mindset while moving through one or multiple life transitions. You're looking to explore bringing spirituality or magic back into your life for the first time. This is also a great fit when you are really working to stay connected and in the sweet spot in the pocket of spirituality and magic in your life. It could be an excellent choice when you're ready to play bigger and take up more space or when you are simply looking to amplify your magic and feel like the very best version of yourself so far. It's also excellent um, when you're willing to dismantle internalized patriarchy because that's really the work we're doing. Uh, When you're seeking expansion and healing through the witches and or the dark goddesses narratives, um, or when you're feeling confident about things, but again, want to stay in that sweet spot or amplify and play bigger and call in more abundance in your life. Are you ready to enter your goddess era? Uh, Again, this is a four-month coaching container that only opens twice a year. 
And both times are really special, right? That's why I pick these times of year in the astrology and in the energetics. And I got to say, um, magical mentoring in the fall and winter in shadow spooky season is a sight and an experience to behold. We are an energetic coven and circle when we gather. So all of the mentees that come to the table, you all are added to my altar for these four months. Um, and we are in energetic connection to and with each other. There is a frequency and unseen magic massively at play here. When you walk into this circle, you get that space on my altar. You get to uplift each other without really doing anything. And you get the benefit of everyone's energetics headed towards the greater good when you are connected with each other. You want shift? <laughs> there is truly not a more practical or magical way to do it. Um, this year, I'm able to hold more space uh, for more mentees than ever before. I've been called to release one-on-one -on -one mentoring for now in order to make space and call in the power of transformative, non-toxic, trauma-informed group work that actually makes a difference in how we directly engage with each other in mentoring and after out in the world along with the changes and how we engage with ourselves. So much of magical mentoring has to do with boundaries, right? Because when we are casting spells, one of the first things that witches learn to do is to create a safe space, a salt circle or an energetic salt circle of safety. It's a boundary, y'all. So language that we use, terms of phrasing that you will learn or continue to learn in magical mentoring are so powerful. And and become transformative in your day-to-day -day lives. So exploration calls begin August 25th, and they're going to run through September, somewhere between the 7th to the 11th. There's some, some gray zone there because we've had a lot of requests. Um, and we start mentoring uh, September 8th through the 11th. Now that's a, a span and I get it. If you book your exploration call, I'm going to explain all of it to you. And it's really so much easier than it sounds. I make so much space for this to work for you. I just want you all to know that. So this coaching series is based in healing foundational energetic wounds, but extends to the legacy we will leave in this lifetime. What do you want to accomplish? Career, finance, health, wellness, self-care, whatever blocks you need to move through to achieve your goals, this is a process to finally do it. We work with the dark goddesses. This is Lilith and Hecate. Kali's back. She has made herself seen and known. And Aphrodite has moved herself into this circle. After all, she is the goddess of beauty and war. We dive deep into the shadows for magical rebirth, September through December. And this takes us into 2024. It's pretty cool, energetically. Um, so if you feel called to explore a seat at this transformative table, head to the show notes and the link in that set of notes. Um, or you can go to unicornwellnessstudio.com, click on the mentoring button. That will take you to the group magical mentoring offer. Click on that first one. I cannot wait to chat with you on a call. This is truly my heart's path work, and I want you all to experience the shifts in language, decision-making, confidence, intuition, empowerment, and calm um, because this work offers it in these very unique and actually very subtle ways. 
Okay. So now's the time. Those calls, I say this so many times, but I mean it. When you schedule an exploration call, it's not a commitment to anything. I have zero expectations. That's part of the space that I hold. And people are kind of weirded out by that of like, I'm sure if you've got me on a call, you want me to buy something. Actually, no, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I don't. Um, we may find out that group magical mentoring isn't a fit for you. And that's fine. We may see that, you know, a couple of readings would be a great start, or maybe the membership would be a wonderful space or someone else's work entirely. I love to refer you out to other coaches and mentors and healers as well, but we won't know what you need until we get on that call. So y'all, this is free time with me and there's a wait list to book with me. So if you're interested in the work that I hold, space for, or you're at all called to this, scheduling the free consultation call is really your first signal to the universe that you're willing to receive without expectation, right? I can't book a call because I'm not sure that I can invest in it. That's not the point. The call is to connect and to go, what do you need? And if it's not a fit right now, what can we plan for in the future? Or how can we begin that path in a way that does work for you right now? Okay. So the free calls and connections are really a community service in, in some parts of it and are this lovely space to connect. But I can, I know the frequency of those who are drawn to work with me, man, do we set up boundaries right out of the gate and go, I'm not going to set the call because I don't want to spend the money or I can't spend the money. Or I can't see how that's going to work. You have to leave your own windows open for miracles as well. Meaning if you take that leap, for the phone call, and this is something you really want to do, you might be surprised what you can manifest right off the bat of unseen ways showing up for you to be able to invest in it or for this to be able to work for you. Okay. Okay, I'm done with that because we got a whole episode to get into, <laughs> but I love you and I love magical mentoring. So it's a pleasure for me to share. I hope it resonates with so many of you out there. Okay, so now onto the episode. Welcome to Virgo season. In this episode, we'll cover our deep dive as we always do into the Virgo energetics and basic themes, as well as the energetic forecast as I'm called to channel them for you. The sun enters Virgo August 23rd. So if you're listening in real time, that's the day this is published and stays in Virgo through September 22nd. Shout out to all my Virgo natives, sun rising and moon. Welcome home. It's time to celebrate your independence and goddess nature, though I'm not considered a Virgo native. It is in my second house. So when I need something, how do I get it? I organize. I make a list. I analyze, I think about it, I scrutinize, <laughs> I overthink it, and I simply start checking it off the list. I love Virgo energy. Well, mostly, but we'll talk about that. If this is the first time you're listening to The Magic Spark, welcome. I'm so happy to have your ear and an entry point to your soul and your shared energetics. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. I love you so very much. And thank you for creating a foundation and a community for this offering. 
Uh, for my forecast episodes, you may feel called to listen to them more than once. It's helpful to listen at the beginning or uh, the midway point of this cycle, whatever cycle it is. Right now, we're discussing Virgo. If you're having a rough time in a particular season or know you have a rough time in a certain zodiacal season, listen again at the end of the cycle. Listening multiple times to a forecast is powerful as you discover, one, how my particular channeled message messages actually play out in your particular life. And two, it also helps our energy sink and aids in uh, your ability to synthesize and integrate the guidance for clarity, growth, and balance. It also allows me more time to gestate in your energetics for these channeled messages to be more useful to you all. So it is truly a, a sympathetic synthesis of our energies and a community effort energetically around here. I offer these forecasts to support your unfoldment, your empowerment, and your healing in this world. I offer this podcast to support the fullest expression of your authenticity in this lifetime. I am committed to holding space for the nuanced work of deconstructing the internalized patriarchy that sneaks up in all of us simply because we've been raised and we live in a misogynist, racist, and patriarchal culture. Inherent bias is a part of the deal. It's not op optional. You don't get to opt out of it. And if anyone says, oh, I'm, I don't have any inherent bias, I'm totally an intersectional feminist and there's none of that left here. They're lying. It's a lie. So as much work as we do and we continue to do, there's still more to understand and better, softer, more graceful ways of moving through things with more care and creativity and purpose. Okay. So every episode is an effort to heal up and out of all of this by way of hearing something that ignites the next healing and creative spark in you. Thank you for leaning in. I always love to hear what your magic spark is in each episode. So share them with me. Slide into my DMs on Instagram. It's at Tandy underscore Gutierrez. I love to hear from you. That link is below in the show notes. And for those who are not in the Northern Hemisphere, I always try to say this every episode uh, because I'm in the Northern Hemisphere and I'm going to reference it. Um, the seasonal seasons are different, but the zodiacal seasons, the energies and the channel guidance are all the same. Take what resonates, leave the rest. There is magic here for everyone listening. Okay. In the Northern hemisphere, we're still experiencing summer and energetically it's been in the shadows all summer. Okay. Can you feel it? I'm already feeling that it's shadow season and that's not to push and hurry because of marketing so that we can buy the spooky season things and then rush right into whatever holiday we do or don't prescribe to. That's the energetics at play. Like the veil is thin already. And if you haven't listened to the quickie bonus episode uh, right before this episode 42, there's more details on all of that for you there that focuses on Black Moon Lilith in Leo. Now, she's been there since January 8th of 2023, and she's going to be there till October 3rd. It's worth a listen, okay? But today, we're talking about Virgo. <laughs> this cycle has shifts, of course. At a glance, none of them are earth-shattering 
thank goddess. And we know that tiny is mighty. Okay. And subtle is transformational. So we need to keep that in mind, particularly in this Virgo season, right? We want to keep in the flow of the daily work, but here's the breakdown so that you've heard it astrologically. August 23rd, that's today if you're listening in real time, okay? This is also as the sun shifts into Virgo. Mercury officially stations retrograde. Tiny note on this for this community. For this community that listens to the podcast that's on unicornwellnessstudio.com, that's in Magical Mentoring and follows and, and connects on Instagram, that often we see the bumpiest and the most confusing and the weirdest and the stalls and the snafus and the like, what the fuck, why, of Mercury retrograde in its pre-shadow and its post-shadow, two weeks prior and two weeks um after it's moved direct. Often this community will see things kind of settle out within the actual official retrograde, okay? And I'm gonna say that boldly in this one because Mercury's retrograde is in Virgo. So though some of us could be like, wait, what is gonna be in Virgo? Virgo is like, needs things to be precise and on time and scheduled and in boxes. It's why this is being slated as actually a really grounding Mercury retrograde. Are we still going to have the lessons and the slowdowns? Yes, because that's the deal. Does this always happen three times a year? Yes, that's the deal. As a culture, do we tend to move too fast, be really impatient, and just get really rattled when shit goes sideways? Yes. But as a magic maker, as someone living in the deep energetics and shadows, we want to be able to laugh it off when something doesn't go the way we want it to pause and go, what is this teaching me? What am I supposed to be learning here? Or, and perhaps the most powerfully, I don't understand why this went sideways. I don't know why this isn't the way I want it to be, but I trust that the universe has my back, that whatever isn't working out right now that I feel should be simple, right? That it's in my favor. Okay? So if something went sideways, we missed an appointment, somebody canceled, you know, that we go, that's moving something for something better, more in alignment, higher frequency. It's making space for that for me. Okay. Okay. Then on August 27th, Mars moves into Libra. August 28th, Uranus stations retrograde. August 30th, we've got a full moon in Pisces. This is our blue moon, y'all. So that's a big one. Okay. September 3rd, Venus will station direct. And September 15th, Mercury will station direct. And then, hey, we've got those two weeks of shade that we'll talk about when the time comes. Okay. You'll get all the details on all of these transits. Um, you get them every week in my Moonday newsletter. If you're not receiving that newsletter, head to the link below in the show notes so you can hop on that list. Okay. So, there just I, I should also say too that Monday through Friday on Instagram I do energetic updates and on Fridays I'm trying to get them for the whole weekend there as well and we expand on things there as they come up because as a channel sometimes I don't really know what it's going to feel like until we're in it right and then it's like so loud it's like hey y'all this is the direction that would be helpful so 
you don't have to be in all the places and spaces, but know that there are so many resources that I'm asked to channel for you so that you can be in flow and in play with these energetics every day in order to not be capsized. That's the goal is to be empowered by them, to know when to lay low, when to go slow, when to push, when to amplify and when to go big. Okay. So this Virgo season is taking us away from the typical surface Virgo themes and directly into the goddess energy of her as the sun shifts. Okay. So, I mean, I, I'm not surprised, but I am a little surprised. As analytical as Virgo is, right, this is part of the spectrum of its energetics, this year, this season, it is about the goddess in us, okay? So the Virgo mantra is officially, I analyze or I scrutinize. Virgo is mutable earth, and this can actually feel quite airy, okay? Virgo is the virgin, right? She who is sovereign unto herself. And this has nothing to do with virginity. And I say this every year because we need to hear it. In a patriarchal culture, we still have these instantaneous inherent biases to certain language and words that we must constantly educate, re-educate, and reclaim, okay? So this has nothing to do with virginity as we know it in Western culture. In fact, it's linked deeply to sensual pleasure in partnership and service to the vessel, okay? The idea that gnosis could be attained by only, uh, you know, by men only, wait, let me rephrase it because that didn't come out the way it needed to sound, okay? The idea that gnosis could only be attained by men by entering the goddess temples and engaging in sex rituals with women, Okay, so we go old school when God was a woman in goddess culture in Sumerian and Mesopotamian cultures, the, the thought process and the teachings were men could not know spirit. They could not know divinity until they had been brought in to participate and experience sex rituals. Okay, so this is highly ritualized, highly sacred, sensual pleasure right? So Virgo is extremely pleasurable and we don't always get to see that side of Virgo. It's very sexy energy. And this season is calling for us to prescribe, to get to know that side deeply. Okay. Cause I think we know, we know that analytical side, we're going to talk about it. And we know that side that doesn't want to do mess and doesn't want to do emotions, but what if Virgo didn't want mess and perhaps didn't want emotions, but wanted sexual pleasure. Pretty powerful. Okay. Which can lead to deeply spiritual awakenings, right? Okay. So this season is acting as our very own return to goddess culture. All right. And I already referenced it once, but if you're interested in more of this history, you might check out the book when God was a woman by Merlin Stone. I'll put the link below in the show notes. You want to dismantle some internalized patriarchy? Read that book. It definitely pushes on that, you know, the truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. <laughs> Y'all are going to read that book and be like, where has this been? 
because that's how I felt when I read it for the first time. Okay. Virgo is often considered the goddess of wheat. Okay. Virgo's role is to analyze, sift, and sort the harvest to establish what is useful and what is not moving forward. And it's really pushing for us to hear that. So I'm going to repeat that because I've run it home. We hear it, the analyze and the scrutinize, right? And in our modern culture, we're so cerebralized in our intelligence. How much data, how much can we prove someone wrong or prove them right? That we've lost this understanding of what Virgo's analyzation capacity to analyze and scrutiny is about it's not necessarily about proving someone wrong in language right virgo's not the scales of justice virgo's role is to analyze sift and sort the harvest to establish what is useful and what is not in order to move forward now, side quest, wheat symbolizes love. In its symbolism, it's nourishment, right? So through functionality and organization, there is medicine, right? So it's like she's the goddess of wheat. So we could also say she's another version of the goddess of love. But this version of love is what nourishes us, what bolsters us, what provides for us for the long run. These are very self-care oriented things. These are very adulting things. And these are the benevolent version of self-parenting, right? It's not what do you want right now? What is going to be useful and beneficial and supportive moving forward. That choice is not an emotional choice. That is an analytical choice. It may involve how you feel, but often Virgo is the smart thing to do, but not necessarily the thing you want to do. Okay, so there's medicine here all around in understanding love in deeper, more nourishing ways that we can think of love as um, as patronizing. Oh, it's so sweet. It's whatever I want. Or in that martyrdom aspect. Well, when somebody loves me, they just do whatever I want for me. Oh, girl, that's not love. Mm -mm. No. Okay, so there's medicine here for all of us. And thinking about perceiving, getting curious about what love actually looks like, what love functions like, and what love actually is, right? There's also some deeper medicine here for those of us who are celiacs or have gluten sensitivities or allergies, right? Because if our body does not know how to process wheat, perhaps it hasn't known or doesn't know yet how to receive love. And again, love in its full spectrum of expansiveness. Yes, sometimes love is the snuggle, the cookie, the not saying, and then just letting you be. But sometimes love is very much that tough love. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. And you're kind of fucking up here. And I'm trying to say it. So later, you're not like, why didn't somebody say something? So, <laughs> There's already so much about Virgo. 
and the goddess and wheat. We're going to leave it right there. Okay. So Virgo energetics and themes in general thrive on being in service to those they love. Okay. So that's the good part. And watch out for it. This energy can also slide into a funky, very intelligent analytical martyrdom. Okay. So, you know, this season, we want to be on the lookout for proving how much we love someone or something. Okay. Or how worthy we are by working so hard for somebody else. Or where we may put people in boxes and places and spaces trying to get them to prove how much they love us by doing certain things that may be out of integrity or out of the spectrum of love in that certain situation. Context is often everything. Okay. So Virgo season offers us a time to get back on track, right? Because we can feel this. I mean, for those who are parents or for those who are students, right? This back to school thing. It can feel fresh and new, but it is a reset. It's like you got to, your schedules shift and change. There's an organization that shifts and changes. So Virgo says it's time to get on a track. Let's put it that way. Now, it says, <laughs> put the play and expansion and exploration and creativity and restoration of Leo aside at least a little bit. It's not the full focus, right? Leo's got a little bit of a YOLO sort of thing that's fun, right? It's just not sustainable or maintainable all the time. It's not meant to be. So we want to turn that down just a hair, right? To return or find for the very first time constructive discipline, schedules, practices, habits, making lists and hey spiritual hygiene comes back into deeper play and focus because the veil is thinning y'all <laughs> um this is about meditation and pulling tarot and our goddess baths and our energetic cleansings and clearings that doesn't mean you have to spend a bunch of money on it in your unicornwellnessstudio.com membership you have them there right this is that's meant to be your one-stop shop of your, your self-care practice. You don't have to buy additional things, right? It's there and accessible. And I do have intentions and plans of adding to your magic library, um, this year. So this time of year in Virgo says, come back to, or start anything that allows us you to begin cleaning up. Okay. All the big white energies, the ideas and the downloads and the breakthroughs to generate and funnel all of the big energies into laser focus implementation, or as my kids would say, laser beam focus for us to be on path. Okay. Virgo seriously wants us to get to a point to manifest and to check off the fucking list and get things done. Okay. So earth signs are interestingly often, you know, uh, asking us to take the emotions out of things. So as someone with a very prominent earth sign, I do understand this. It can infuriate people. I get it. And I have a water moon. So it can also often be confusing even to myself or those working with me be like, how can you be so emo about this? But then you just took it out of this earth signs want to solve something 
and get to the point. Earth wants to manifest. Okay. So there is this bit in this season of analyzing, of understanding, of setting aside the emotionality. That doesn't mean you don't process. That literally doesn't mean you don't process it. It means you don't let it drive the bus and you don't adopt or get confused that feelings or thoughts are facts. They're not. Okay. And earth gets real practical about it. And it says, we're just going to set emotions aside right now. What are, what's at play here? What are the, the, what are the facts? What are the figures? What's the schedule? Okay. If we move this over here, we change this spot with this and we pull somebody else to do this, then we're going to get to the goal. Okay. So this can be super efficient and that's the point of it very much so in in Virgo in its benevolent aspects taking the emotion out and analyzing the situation becomes constructive discernment or as like we like to wield it judgment we're going to talk about that again in a little bit right so Again, taking the emotions out of things can be super efficient and actually support harmony and balance, okay? It can also be ridiculously harmful and toxic, you know, to only try to solve and not be aware that there are feelings, there are emotions that need to be processed, right? Only you and the goddesses, your therapist and potentially your mentor <laughs> will know when which one is which. Okay. So in this season, we do, you know, want to take pause from time to time and go, am I like shutting myself off? And I have created a, a space where I'm not feeling or processing anything or honoring that I've got feelings about this. I also need to solve it. Right. That's the highest exaltation is like, Ooh, I'm having some feels. Let me just let that roll through. But then I can set it aside and go, those are my feelings and they need attention, but that's not the point right now. And that's actually not going to help in this moment. I have to solve this other thing. I'm going to come back to those feelings. Okay. So Virgo is dedication and purity and service and Virgo nourishes in very sneaky, but not ways it is all the mood and vibes of the phrase tiny and mighty, okay? This, there, there is a process of goddess quality upgrades in this season. If we don't get caught in too many nitpicky perfectionist details or try to avoid all of the emotional mess, okay? So... In balance, Virgo is the most amazing teacher, the best personal assistant, and the particularly impeccable stage manager. This energy knows how to break down a goal, then follow it up with simple, organized, actionable to-do lists, and go one step at a time in order to check off the to-dos and make things happen. It does analyze everything to ditch what isn't needed or what slows down the process or won't add to the experience. It's functional and it's also sensual, right? Virgo wants to achieve. It wants clarity. It wants organization. And above all, it doesn't want to mess on the path to the achievement or to making the point. Virgo says, let's learn, expand, and get things done, right? 
And it does want to avoid unnecessary messes because that will interrupt the sensual pleasure and experiences of it, right? Our senses and sensual, all of the five senses, right? If it's too noisy, like there's a pot that gets dropped in the background, right? Of the concert that interrupts the sensual experience of sound. Okay. So think of Virgo rather than being so annoyed at everything that it's not perfect. It's trying to create a really beautiful experience. Okay. So think of Virgo as a fierce editor, pulling things apart, striking and asking for rewrites, but not to be annoying or attack your ego. It's to make things better, to make things clear, to be more connected and more rich so the story provides for its readers, or it simply provides the full fruition of what it's trying to express, okay? So exalted Virgo energy is also the sexy librarian. It's smart, it's educated, it's practiced, but clear on what works and doesn't work. It's clear on how to get to a goal with the least amount of dilly-dallying. And once the work is done, there's an easy-handed, necessary loosening up of sensual pleasures, specifically connected to the vessel, a little celebration, a little beverage, and yes, sex. The goddess receives. Remember the pleasure principle in this season. Work, focus, put constructive discipline to work, W-E-R-K, then Feel, receive, celebrate, soften, nourish, purify, and restore. Purify comes out very loudly in this season as well, okay? And think of purification, right, of removing the impurities, removing the blockages, removing the filters, right? Removing some boundaries that stop us from receiving love and pleasure and support. All right. Think of it. It's showing itself as like this really subtle smoke cleansing and clearing. Palo Santo is so lovely. Um, one, there's there's not an argument about its uh, <laughs> appropriation. Um, purchasing it actually supports those crops um, and that wood. And when you burn Palo Santo, it softens the energies for more flow. Okay. So there's a lot of that coming through that Virgo wants us to hear that purification is for better flow, right? Not out of perfectionism or trying to make somebody wrong and make them right. I think we're going to get into it in my notes if I remember correctly, because how could I not in Virgo season, but Virgo rules the digestive system. So this is a season that you may be called to purify your foods or whatever it is you're ingesting because Virgo is like the absolute understanding of that our physical vessel is heaven on earth. This is the temple. The Vestal Virgins tend to the temple. This is where sacred rites and sacred acts take place. You treat it like the temple treat yourself like the goddess you are. Okay. So that may require a shift of foods or types of foods or a release of some that are just not up to the standards of the goddess. Okay. So 
in imbalance. Okay, Virgo natives, y'all may feel some shade on this one. The imbalance is always a little shady. Um, in imbalance, this energy hoots and hollers and claims judgment. You're judging me. When Virgo's actual J-O-B is to judge, right? This is said without shade. Judgment is cognitive discernment. It's what separates humans from the animal kingdom. We are designed to judge. We're all judging all day long. It's how we make decisions. It is also, if we are in judgment, that means we're not leaving everything up to our subconscious programming to just roll it, right? So there is an exalted beneficial aspect to judgment. I'm, I'm big on it. Um, but it typically gets wielded as a defense mechanism. Virgos are so intelligent that they will have you tap dancing around yourself, convinced you're judging them when they're gaslighting and deflecting from either messy emotions or straight up just not wanting to feel emotions or process or address them. Okay. Virgo would much rather criticize someone or something else than work on their own emotional healing. Virgo doesn't want to do mess. And what's the messiest human thing? Our emotions. So get how this works together, <laughs> which is why Virgos tend to be therapists or the teachers, but perhaps not the client or the student. So be clear when you're trying to get emotional with a Virgo native, um, and they have yet to do their healing and balancing work, they're going to try and out analyze the entire situation and have the other person thinking they're undereducated or something somehow wrong. So also a reflection how at the beginning I said it's mutable earth that actually comes across quite airy because of all of the language and the wording connection you can see how it might feel like strong air energetics in imbalance virgo is the perfectionist and the procrastinator which are actually two sides of the same coin okay the no mess goal achieving themes of virgo can also create incredibly self-sabotaging tendencies right never starting projects because they know in air quotes there is no such thing as perfection and virgos i love y'all and it's in all of our charts we're all working with it somewhere we virgo can't help but strive for perfection right? Earth signs kind of have that thing going on. They want something to be really beautiful. So, I mean, we got to be a little gentle there. And that can turn into futility. Well, if it can't be perfect, then why even try? Okay. So this energy is so real, right? It's also not truth. We have to remember that trying does matter. It does move the dial forward, right? If we give up trying, we give up hope, we give up healing, and we give up the potential of ever finding constructive solutions. We must continue to try, okay? So Virgo energy must find the functionality of mess and emotion and try to be fully realized and empowered.
right? This mutable earth sign must learn to pivot on the information it finds from analyzing. So it's sounding a lot like Gemini, right? It want, it, it's going to need to learn how to flow. And this is water, right? From the sifting and the sorting. It's most empowered when it can let go of some details. I know careful and implement with a tad of mess in order to get to the goal. Messy emo Virgos are all the magic for creative expression and goddess fulfillment. Okay. So this is when we get into, we like don't care about what the punctuation was or if it was spelled incorrectly, if we can feel into the, what it's trying to bring us, right. Maybe we let some of that other stuff go. So Imperfection is the name of the game here. Vulnerability, learning and being willing to be wrong because we're human. We're all imperfect. We will make mistakes and we're going to be wrong. Where Virgo's imbalance can get real tricky is when it starts to resist it and tries to make it like, oh, I can make it right. I can make it perfect. And it's like, nobody, we don't need that. Why do we need it? We don't need it. It's not possible. Let it go. It's okay. Right. So Virgo season marks the season of purification. Here we go. Bad habits, habits out of integrity with our soul frequency. That's what a bad habit is. Not like a good or a bad habit because there's no good or bad. There are only habits that may be out of integrity with our soul frequency. And it comes around every year. This is great. And this is where we can get irritated too. Like I did this last year. Uh, yeah. And we lived to see another twirl around the sun. So here we go again. Are there new things, different things that are now out of integrity with our current soul frequency? They gots to go. Okay. It's time to clean up from the personal schedule to food and drink, to movement practices or lack thereof. And most loudly, the perfectionist or procrastination tendencies that keep us small, unseen, hidden, or just straight out prevent us from making any progress, right? Because here's the deal. We want this big, fat, hairy goal. And sometimes Virgo, instead of being so helpful making the list, and we just check it off and get to it says it'll take us forever. So I'm not even going to start. Oh, this is where like the traditional coach is like, if you just start and if you got halfway there, imagine how fucking good you'd feel, right? We just need to make progress to feel good. We just need to have movement circulation sometimes to go, oh, I feel more connected. I feel in more alignment. I feel more stable. I feel safer. There's more joy here. There's more peace here. Okay. So this season is a season of doing the things, do the thing in a slightly different way. So Saturn always has a heavy hand here of constructive self-discipline and showing us how keeping to some structure supports, aids, loves, and allows for abundance, right? It creates creativity and healing. It makes more space for it. This is the weird thing, right? Nobody's got time to work out. Nobody's got time to eat well. Nobody's got time to meditate. And yet <laughs> there are those of us who do every day and it's this weird thing. Okay. I'm not meditating every day right now. Full disclosure. My schedule has shifted and that was a lie, but 
more days than not in the year. Right. And I know at this point in my life, this is why I teach what I teach. Like there was a time when I thought those things too. And our constructive discipline techniques that are in self-care and self-love are the weirdest, most wonderful magic because they're 15 minutes, they're 30 minutes, but those 15 and 30 minutes actually gift us time. There are space-time continuums and portals that open up and you go, because I'm more focused, because I'm more calm, because I feel supported and trust the universe. When I show up to do all the other busy human things, it actually was more efficient, might've gone faster, or I was just so present that it didn't take as long to do. Or gosh, time just felt really stretchy, like it went on forever. I promise you it's not going to feel that way if you're not in care of the vessel or your soul. Okay? So, Virgo calls to us for constructive self-discipline in care of our magic, in care of our vessel, and therefore in care of our soul. We all have Virgo in our chart somewhere. We're all working with this energy. We're all working with it in this season in similar but different ways. Okay. So here we go. Virgo rules the digestive system, the intestines, the spleen, and most specifically. So it's a major season of cleaning up foods or cracking your personal food code. It may just be time to figure out what works for you and what doesn't. And this changes in our lives, y'all. So for those of you who are familiar with, I'm going to talk about it here in a minute, but my 41 day food reset. So, so much of the community is like, oh, I've already done the reset. Cool. That's great. And if your system is trugging along and is like so happy and healthy, then you don't even need to listen to what I'm saying. But if your system is giving you signals that it is not happy or healthy and you're like, but I already did the reset, then it's time to do it again because our systems shift and change. We're mutable. We're cyclical. And what worked for us sometimes even four years ago is not going to be exactly the same thing that works for us now. And there's beauty in that, right? We want to continue to be in conversation with our vessels. Okay. So I, I will, we'll talk about more of that in a minute, but the season will also have us processing on a, you know, intellectual and emotional level, what we cannot stomach philosophically or literally. Okay. So remember that the body communicates in loud ways for us to understand energy and emotions better. This season can be loud physically. It also offers huge upswing in physical healing. Okay. If, and when we're willing to dive into the details of our food, of our physical self-care and of our spiritual self-care, right? Traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic says that everything we think and feel, if it goes unprocessed or unbalanced or unsupported, culminates and becomes physical disorder and dis-ease. So when we're stressed out, our stomach hurts, right? So it's time to lean into it big time. Virgo season is when the universe puts a magnifying glass on all of that for us. So if we are thinking like, oh, I don't know why this is hurting. I don't know why this is going this way. There's a reason for it that is metaphysical, emotional, spiritual. Can you get into it and then work both sides, right? We need physical support and assistance. Science matters. 
we use it around here. We want to use it. We also want to be honest that, you know, science, a pill or uh, an injection or surgery may be necessary. And we recruit that when it's necessary. And it's coming from inside the building. It's coming from deeper things that need to be healed, expressed and seen and processed. Okay. You can do both of those together because goddess knows that's what my whole life has been about. Right. Okay. So members of unicornwellnessstudio.com in Virgo season, y'all will experience a return of classical Pilates patterns. Okay. It's got a very back to school vibe and it has a heavy dose of rotation for digestion and detox, both literal and metaphysical. So it's, it starts a purge here, right? It's purification. We lean into the precision um, of Virgo with an eye on process to build strength and have uh, this month count for something in real results. I mean, we're always getting real results, but there's a little more drive here this month through ticking off the box to get them done one step at a time. It's definitely time to be a good student, to trust your teachers, find new teachers. If you don't trust the ones you have, God us forbid, but that happens and simply follow directions. Now, here's an interesting one. Virgos tends to be the teacher and analyzes. Sometimes Virgo energy is not the best student. Okay. Cause I can be a little know-it-all. So it's a time for all of us to remember we don't know everything. We learn things even with we, when we disagree with people and that sometimes there's so much magic finding someone you trust and just following directions, okay? So this says, put this on repeat, turn in your homework, do it on time, <laughs> all right? So as I mentioned, this is also a season to lean into my 41-day food reset. Since Virgo governs the digestive system, if your vessel is communicating with you through bloating, fatigue, cystic acne, gas, additional weight on your vessel that is stubborn to release or that you're uncomfortable with, anxiety or depression, Virgo season is prime time to embark on this food adventure to crack your personal food code. Um, this generates healing and wellness. All right. Um, my reset is included in a unicornwellnessstudio.com membership. It's in your library. If you're having trouble finding it, reach out, we'll help you find it. Um, or you can buy it on the Amazon link in the show notes in either Kindle or a printed copy. Okay. So my food reset it, it literally saved my life 10 years ago um, as someone with a thyroidectomy, celiac, and IBS. So that whole story is in the book <laughs> if you're interested. Maybe we'll do a whole episode. But these days, I'm kind of tired of hearing my own story. But you, you may not be. I don't know. Y'all can let me know. Um, so thank you all so much for hanging in here with me on this episode. Um, the goddess is asking to be returned to you. Can you hear it? And I hope it's clear in everything that I offered that it is both a practical and a magical path to reintegrating that. And the goal here is to listen to your own inner voice, inner flame, intuition, your gut, and say, which is it or which ones are the things that I need to lean into or try in order to express more of the goddess in my life, literally, physically, mentally, emotionally, frequency-wise, okay? So 
we are all our own unique goddess. How can we move through the world as such? Or how can we take a step forward to do that? right? This work is for everyone. There's no binary here. We all have goddess in us asking to be seen and integrated in our daily lives. And the energetics that's pushing, pushing, pushing through the channel to be heard is we have always perceived the goddesses to be so soft. And I think for some of us, um, who have moved through a lot of trauma, who have done a lot of shadow work or who love the dark goddesses, you know, or like, oh, I don't want to be soft because when you're soft and in surrender, people fucking take advantage of you. And the goddesses are coming back and saying, no, that's, that's the misrepresentation. And we want to reclaim our energy as well. We're the full spectrum. We are soft and subtle and receiving. We're also fucking badasses that can set and hold a boundary and go to war when we need to, to protect that, which needs protecting right? So this work is for everyone, right? Lean into it in the ways that call you. If you feel like you want some help with it, please feel free to reach out. If you're like, oh, I'm just ready. <laughs> if you're either ready to burn it all down and be like, oh, I don't want to live as a goddess, check out Magical Mentoring and set that exploration call, right? So my last note, uh, my dear unicornwellnessstudio.com members, you also have uh, the offering in your library under the astrology section um, titled Zodiac Basics Virgo. Um, this could offer more seasonal support. You know, if Virgo's in your 12th house and you're like, I just don't understand it because it feels hidden, that would be a great video to watch if you're a Virgo native. It just offers more. Um, and you'll find our Virgo season tarot forecast for podcast listeners and a little ditty about the hermit card in tomorrow's episode if you're listening in real time now it's time if you haven't already to hit the subscribe button so you never miss this magic if this episode has you thinking of someone else who needs this spark share it and if it resonates with you to rate and review the podcast i would be ever so grateful the more ratings and reviews the show has, the easier it is for other seeking souls to find their healing home base. It's a super simple way for you to support someone else's healing. If you have topics you'd like to hear me cover or guests you'd like to hear on the show, or hey, you just want to say hi, DM me on Instagram at Tandy underscore Gutierrez, and make sure to check out all of my offerings at unicornwellnessstudio.com. Links are below in the show notes. I love you so very much. And remember, healing is for you. And it all starts with just